0: Father's Day is right around the corner. The 2023 Big X Sports Radio Gold Card will be the best Father's Day gift ever. Happy Father's
1: Day!
0: With the Big X Sports Radio Golf Card, Dad can play Park Mammoth, Old Capitol, Elk Run Valley View, Wooded View, and Christmas Lake in Santa Claus, Indiana for less than $25 a round. Supplies are limited, so get his card today at BigXSportsRadio.com or call 812-725-1457.
1: High school sports teach so much more than just the fundamentals of the game. They also teach the fundamentals of life, like the power of belief, I'm Robert Falkins. And I'm Carrie Rosati. We're both assistant commissioners of the IHSAA. In the second classroom of high school sports, student athletes understand hard work pays off, and they learn to be proud of their effort, no matter the outcome. Successful student athletes support their teammates and learn to always do the right thing. And most importantly, They learn to always believe in themselves. When high school sports keep education in front of athletics, these fundamental beliefs outweigh the idea of winning at all costs. That's why high school sports are a transformative and invaluable part of every student-athlete's education. Buy a ticket to your high school's athletic events and show student-athletes that you'll always believe in them too.
0: This is the power of belief. This is the power of high school sports. This is your I-H-S-A-A.
1: John Spears here for PGA Junior League Spring Season at Old Capital Golf Club hosted by PGA professional Timothy Wiseman. This league is perfect for juniors 13 and under. Interested in learning more about the game of golf and having a lot of fun along the way. The season will go for about six weeks starting late April. Visit oldcapitalgolf.com for more details. Or email Timothy at timothy.wiseman at yahoo.com with any questions. That's the PGA Junior League Spring Season at Old Capitol Golf Club. Come by, Have a great time learning about golf. McAllister's Deli, where it's made fresh for you. The dining room is open, providing a safe environment following all state and CDC guidelines. Download the McAllister's app to order carry out or delivery. Visit any of our 11 area locations for the regional favorite. Every regional favorite is handcrafted and made to order using fresh, high quality ingredients. We promise that every generous portion will be served with a smile as big as the one it'll leave on your face. McAllister's Deli
2: mitch craig heating and cooling serving the Kentuckyana area specializing in residential change mitch craig heating and cooling offers free second opinions if you get some bad news from your heating and air guy call mitch craig heating and cooling 812-786-0469 for a second opinion call mitch craig heating and cooling again 812-786-0469
3: The plumbers, pipe fitters, welders, and HVAC technicians of Local 502's commitment to excellence can be seen in our community every day. The KFC Yum Center, Ford Motor Company, and the Omni Hotel are just a few examples of their professional craftsmanship. Local 502 has been part of our community for over a century and invests over one million annually training skilled local workers. Members of Local 502 are your friends, neighbors, and children's coaches. For more information, go to LU502.com. Local 502, built on excellence, building a better tomorrow.
2: In 1947, Callista Smith opened his starlight home to the insurance needs of Southern Indiana. In 75 years, we've become this area's most trusted agency. Today, our principles remain the same. Our qualified staff continues to build customer trust, providing unmatched personal service. We feature Auto Owners Insurance, an industry leader. Auto Owners stands for the best in life, home, car, and business insurance. Callista Smith Insurance, celebrating 75 years of service.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: Turn up Buffalo music. Girl. Just plays, man. Oh me. Cheer. Yeah. 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 Welcome to the Empire State. Home of the world trade. Birthplace of Michael Jordan. Home of Biggie Small. Rockefeller headquarters. York City. Ladies Welcome and gentlemen the
4: cam young is definitely in the building. Brooklyn. The world. Up. I'm a BK wake up, wake up, wake up, 502. Y'all awake out there. This is Rashad Myers. Wake up 502 96.1 FM 14:50 a.m. It is going down on a wonderful beautiful Saturday. morning. It's an absolutely perfect day. Uh, The drive over was nice and easy, Uh, you know, nothing too crazy going on. Uh, The traffic was good. Uh, It makes me nervous when things are going so well. Usually, you know, things are a little bit sideways and a little bit off. So the fact that I was able to get over here so easily uh, just about makes me nervous. It's like, okay, so what? When is something crazy gonna happen? But no, man, it's it. We have so many things to get into. Uh, you know, after being off last week, um, you know, so much has happened over the last couple of weeks. Uh, University of Louisville uh, men's basketball, they have their newcomers here on campus. Um, They're starting to post, uh, you know, from all the things that they're doing, from orientation uh, to testing uh, to getting out there on the court together for the first time. So very, very exciting uh, things going on with Louisville basketball. Louisville football continues uh, to make moves and continues to, uh, you know, try to strengthen the team. Every time you think uh, Jeff Brom is done, uh, he does something else. Uh, so, you know, that that, that guy is um, just he's, – he's, he's a machine. I mean, like the, the man is literally on a mission. So we're, we're going to get into that. Of course, the NBA Finals have begun. The Denver Nuggets make it out, out of the West without, uh, you know, too much, much of a problem. Uh, and then the Miami Heat – after nearly blowing the 30 lead, uh, do come through in game seven. Those two met up in uh, the f- game one on Thursday. Uh, the Nuggets triumphant and victorious. Uh, so you know, I- I'm gonna give some thoughts on that uh, as well. Uh, of course, uh, we will have Haven Harrington join joining us. Um, also, uh, we'll be taking your text and calls uh 414-1450. Uh, that's 414 1450. The Thornton's text line is the best way to get involved. I would love to hear from you, uh, you know, hear your thoughts on anything that you hear today, or if you just have, uh, you know, something else that you want to talk about, you know, it's summer radio, so we can go in 85,000 different directions, um, and they're all good this is your show uh, you can do with it as you please uh, and then of course you can also give me a call in 502-384-1450 as well um, so of course as I said Haven Harrington will be joining us and I do expect uh, to hear from one Mr. at that boys good Joe Kelly Uh, to be joining us as well at some point this morning, which will be a very welcome treat and a welcome, uh, I would say sight, but I guess it'd be a welcome here (laughs) to hear uh, from Joe again. He's been uh, out, uh, you know, fighting the good fight, uh, just being crazy as always on Twitter and, uh, you know, all the other things that Joe Kelly does. So I hope to hear from Joe this morning also. Uh, But I tell you what, man, like, it is very interesting. We are in a very interesting time here locally. Um, we're in that uh, time of the year where everything starts to um, get a little, um, a little crazy. Uh, you know, from, from uh, just basketball team is is uh, a little. Uh, you know, the, the basketball team is is in flux. You know, it's it's not necessarily in fluxed. Um, you know, but just kind of people are here. Kids are starting to come in. Um, you, you have so many things going on without anything going on. You have so many moving parts. Everybody is kind of excited and starting to um, make predictions and just talking about what could be happening uh, with this Louisville basketball program. And it, it's a very um, fluid Situation, But just listening to some of the thoughts um, of people uh, and the early thoughts of, about this team um, are very, very interesting. Um, so, you know, I, I think that, you know, this Louisville basketball team is going to have a lot to prove um, and a lot of things that are going to need to happen uh, for, you know, things to be successful this year. Um, so I, I tell you what, I'm actually having just a... Uh, slight technical difficulty, so I apologize, but we're going to have to take a quick pseudo break. You all give me 30 seconds and I should be able to have it fixed. Hold on one moment.
2: If success is achieved like making a winning play or earning a state championship, student-athletes go on an essential journey that humbles and teaches them every step of the way the lessons learned along the journey of high school sports are about so much more than just the game. Student athletes learn how to persevere through adversity, never give up, and to get better every day. This second classroom teaches the skills, behaviors, and attitudes student athletes need to be successful on the playing field and in life. There's no better training ground for today's teens on their way to becoming tomorrow's leaders. Support the vital work of education-based athletics by buying a ticket to your high school's athletic events.
0: This is keeping education in front of athletics. This is the journey of high school sports. This is your IHSAA. All right. And we're
4: back. Wonderful. Uh, so that was a quick commercial. I actually like having the, the, the commercial breaks on hotkey. It makes things so much easier. Uh, they're going through a little bit of a transition here um, in the studio. So, uh trev uh trevor kelsey our esteemed super producer of course he produces mike rutherford show and does so many things uh also uh here with a uh, big x-force radio he told me about some of the uh things that were happening so i had to make a slight adjustment but we are actually joined now by the man that met the legend himself mr haven Harrington haven how are you doing
6: man i'm just doing okay man I'm i'm sad
4: you're sad why are you sad
6: Man, Churchill Downs had to move all the races over to Ellis Park in Henderson, Kentucky. Uh, <laughs> you got to check the track and make sure everybody's okay. Make sure these horses don't keep dying. I think they, like twelve horses died since like April or something crazy.
4: Yeah, yeah, that's the yeah. I I had never really heard of a a, a um you know a race moving like that, but I, I did see that. So They're yeah, closing
6: they... down sixty four West. There's to make traffic just horrible. They've <laughs> already closed the Sherman Bridge. He can't decide when to keep it open or closed. Like one weekend it's open to drive through, next weekend it's closed.
4: Now see, I, I came in telling everybody to say it's nice and bright and sunshine today. And then here you come, <laughs> like Slip Rock. I know, right? <laughs> and, and for
6: people out there who's who's too young to, to remember Slip Rock, just Google the Flintstone Kids, where <laughs> one of seventies not yeah one of seventies Flintstones. Uh, offshoots and he'll pop up
4: oh yeah yeah that bad luck schlep rock that's right <laughs> wow <laughs> you taking it back that's that that is hilarious well hey but i i tell you what no you you are right i mean there's a lot of constraints a lot of things happening you always wonder it's like why do we not get these things done during the winter time so then that way in the summertime you know everybody can just have fun they said that they're doing uh they're, they're repaving the uh the highway under the you know in the tunnels the, the the Cochran Hills tunnels over there on 64 which is why they have 64 west shut down to start repaving there which it definitely needs and you know it needs a little work so i definitely understand why it's getting done but it's only 64 west you know you can still get out eastbound i believe but a uh, sixty-four west can come back. You can yeah. leave
6: the city, just can't come back into
4: the city. exactly. Yeah, once you leave, you know, once you leave out, don't come back. <laughs> Two men enter, one man. leave. <laughs> but you know, but it, you know, it is, it is definitely for for the the, the necessary. They also have um, uh, the uh, bridge, uh, Sherman Minton shut down while they finalize that construction that seems to have been have been going on forever. You know, so there's definitely Louisville is, is working on itself and it's trying to get things together. But slow, slow go. I, our construction projects seem to take a little.
6: <laughs> a little extra time. But, yeah. you know, but in all honesty, I'm actually doing pretty well. I'm I'm excited, like beyond excited to see these uh, NBA finals come through.
4: Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, I, you know, the, the finals got started, um, you know, and, and uh, even though the Nuggets, uh, excuse me, the Heat dropped game one, I, I think there's going to be a chance that, you know, I, I don't necessarily think it'll be a great series, but I think that Miami will have an opportunity to put some scares into Denver. You, you know?
6: know? I've already made my prediction. I got the uh, I got Denver in five. I think that he will sneak up and win one, and I think that's about it. Like, I, I really don't see him doing too much else after that.
4: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think that – like I've I've been a big proponent of Denver. I truly, you know, and I really still believe it. I said that I felt like the NBA Finals were actually Denver versus Phoenix in the second round of the NBA playoffs. Mm. I felt like that was the best two teams, um, because, because I felt Phoenix was the only team that could beat Denver that was left. I think that if the Milwaukee Bucks had they have been healthy, I think the Milwaukee Bucks could have given. Uh, the Nuggets a a go, um, but the fact that the Bucks were were not healthy, and of course they lost to the Miami Heat in the first round of the NBA playoffs took them out of the equation. Um, you know, and and you know what? A, these playoffs last forever. I guess a month and a half ago, <laughs> when the Suns and Nuggets were playing, I said I felt like that was going to be whoever won that series. I felt was going to win the whole thing, just because I thought that, that those two teams were just better than everybody else. And, you know, the the um, Phoenix Suns did have the unfortunate situation of, let's see if you heard this before, Chris Paul being hurt and can't play <laughs> and missed the last three games of the series, three or four games. He may have missed the last four games of the series, but he was not available. And the Nuggets were able to upset Phoenix in game six uh, and, and pull that one out. I definitely thought it was going seven games, but they were able to find a way to come back in the fourth quarter and beat Phoenix in game six and knock Phoenix out. And once that happened, I really and truly felt that the Nuggets were just the best team left. Uh in you know, in the playoffs and it has bored out that way. Um, you know, the Nuggets took care of the Lakers without much of any uh problem. And now they're heading into the into the final where you're facing a Heat team that um, took way too long to beat Boston. Uh Boston should be ashamed of themselves <laughs> for the product that they put there out there on the court. They never should have been down to the Heat three oh I think that Boston had they have come out and actually wanted to play um Boston likely wins that series just because Boston had more you know they have more talent but the heat just wanted it more you know what I mean like like the heat just they played hard like Boston just i don't know what Boston was doing like that' that's been the whole thing with that group since they've gotten together is that they they're never as good as what you think they should be. And they always just find a way to kind of be lazy enough or, or make enough mistakes to, to blow it. And we saw a Boston Celtics team come back from down uh, three games to none to hit to Miami, force a game seven. They had a chance to win the make series history. at home. Make history the first team to come back from down 0-3. Had the home game. Had all this the, the Shamrock fans you know, screaming, you know, the, the luck of the Irish and all that there in Boston.
6: Everybody playing jump around and yeah. ad
4: nauseum. You know what I'm saying? That, that They were they were doing the whole everything. You know, all of the good Bostonian things that they do for the Celtics, they were doing it all, and then they come out in game seven and absolutely get destroyed.
6: Well, you know, I, I think Boston, some of Boston's problem is, so like one of your superstars in Tatum, right? Yes. Superstar. Great, great ball player. But also a guy in the last – Three four minutes of a game, you do not want to have the ball in his hands. Well, actually, he would actually give the ball up <laughs> to everybody else. Yeah, you know he's he's not exactly Mister Clutch, and I think that's some of like Boston's issues, right? You know, it's like you have this great team, but you also have a bunch of you know you're like your superstar players don't want it when it counts. I mean that's fair. I mean, and that, and that, I, and that puts you in a bind.
4: That that's the tough thing because like. Jalen, uh, um, Jason Tatum is like uh, All NBA first team player for the first three quarters, and then he turns into, you know, I I, I don't know who in the fourth quarter, like we can blink and nod, yeah, like, like you know, you know, you know, he turns into shimp. Yeah. Like the, <laughs> the unknown stooge. Yeah, I, 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 It's the craziest thing because Tatum, I mean, you know, both of those guys, both Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Uh, Jason Tatum was a first-team All-NBA selection this year. J- uh, Jalen Brown was a second-team All-NBA, which means those are two of the ten best players in the NBA. So you're supposed to, if you're two of the best ten players in the league, you have two top ten players on your team. You would think the fourth quarter would be when those guys shine, but it's weird because they shrink. Yes, I mean like Jason Tatum actively
6: in the pat in the, like the last two three minutes of a tight game, actively passes the ball away. Yes, and it won't take a shot.
4: Yeah, I mean he never, he never like it's the core. I mean, and you know there the, the, I had a, the me and a, this uh, Celtics fan on Twitter. Um, he got so upset with me. <laughs> For calling out Jason Tatum for his fourth quarter woes, but I mean it's honest. Like that's the, like the dude it's the uh, it's crazy because the guy will go out and put up forty or fifty, and even in, during his forty or fifty point game, if he scores fifty points the first three quarters, he's gonna score two three points in the fourth. Yeah, it's the crylies, and, and you know the the Nuggets are, are the exact opposite of that. Like the 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 Nuggets are just. They, they do exactly what you expect for them to do. You know, when their superstars are needed, you know, the Joker and uh, Murray just absolutely take over the game. When Jamal Murray needs to make a basket and, and needs to make a play, he wants the ball in his hands. When uh, the things got tight in game one versus the Heat in the fourth quarter, the Heat went on that big run. They were down 21 points, closed it to nine points in the last you know, four or five minutes of the game, Joker wanted the ball. Joker took the ball, scored two or three times in a row, even though he hadn't shot much the whole game, and he put the game away. And that's kind of what the – set. the Boston Celtics don't have that. Like, the only people that want the ball is like Marcus Smart or Al Horford. But your two superstars are nowhere to be seen. M.I.A. Jason Tatum's traveling, turning the ball over. Jalen Brown's, you know, shooting air balls. Like it's the it's the weirdest thing, but Boston, I I I mean, are you, is, is that whole uh, experiment with Boston done? Like, I feel like they've been they've had this kind of same core group around for the last three or four years trying to do this. I mean, Al Horford ain't getting no younger; he's like the oldest center in the league at this point. Like, do you think they can come back and try to do this again? Do you think they will, or do you think that little ride with that group is done?
6: Uh, you know what? I think they're gonna try to figure it out what. With- with the group they have, yeah, right. I think I think they'll figure it out. Try to add some pieces and see if that helps. But you know, like I say, you know, you just don't have guys that can that when the pressure's on. There's no Robert Oris in the group, right? That guy that no. can, you know, a guy that wins NBA titles because he's gonna take that last second shot and make it, right? Yeah, like that's what they're missing. They're missing that killer, and that's what the Nuggets are. The Nuggets are assassins. I mean, Nuggets showed the Lakers. Now, they got a chance to put you down and putting you down. Yeah. They're not going to take a couple of games off or they're not going to start off sluggish and put themselves on the bind and be down, you know, uh, three games to one or anything of that nature. They have to, you know, fiercely come back and, and you know, put it on the last three or four games. That's, that's not who they are. If they got you down, they're going to put the foot in your neck.
4: Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and that's what we saw. I mean, they not, not for, and to the Celtics' credit, I will say that I did not expect Boston to do as well this year as what they've done. Um, so I will give them credit for kind of getting it together. Danilo Gallinari was kind of their big uh, offseason acquisition. Gallinari is kind of the knockdown shooter. He came over from the Atlanta Hawks. He's 6'9", 6'10", led the NBA in three points percentage last year. He's an excellent, excellent shooter, big ca- kind of tall 6'10", scorer. They lost him to a knee injury to begin the year. Malcolm Brogdon had a knee He was slowed by, like, ligament issues um, in the playoffs. He got hurt after having a very good first couple of rounds. So, I mean, Boston to their, I will say at least, they they weren't playing at 100%. And the fact that they were, you know, still coming off the fact that M.A. Udoka was fired at the beginning of the year um, and, you know, that they had to kind of circle the wagons to get where they got to. It's still a successful season. And, you know, there's still a lot to – uh, commend them for it, to kind of pick themselves up and have the season that they had. Um, but at the end of the day, I just I think that they're a flawed. I don't know if it can work. You know, like I mean, maybe if you come back with a healthy Brogdon, you get Danilo Gallinari back from his knee injury. Uh, maybe you try it again. But the issue is, um, Horford is so important to that team. You know, like, like he is, his defense, what he's able to do, being able to step out, step away, shoot the three, but then also contain guys like Bam Adebayo. You know, give Joel Embiid a hard time to where he can't dominate. The thing I wonder about, though, is how long can he do that? Like, he's 36 years old. And for a big man, like, they get real old real fast. You know what I mean? Like, usually the guy at this point is where you start to see that big drop off. And, you know, they do have the young guy and Robert Williams, the young athletic guy. But, you know, the, I think that the dynamic that Horford gets you with both being able to to be a three-point threat as well as being a, an amazing defender is just such a big weapon for them. So, I don't know. We'll see. You know, Boston, they had a good season, but they gone fishing. They always like to talk about gone fishing. So, you know that they went ahead and went on home, and then of course on the other side, the Los Angeles Lakers, everybody's favorite, <laughs> who just wanted so badly for the Nuggets to win that series, uh, or excuse me, to lo- the, to beat the Nuggets and get LeBron back to the finals uh, and have this kind of magical Lakers Celtics final, which everybody, you know, going into the, the the conference finals, everybody said, oh, the the fix is in, the NBA is going to make sure that the Celtics and the Lakers are in the finals. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> that that definitely didn't happen but you know the the Lakers went home on the other side and you know I don't know what they're going to do uh, the, the Lakers are just they are they are perpetually in a pickle because they continue to just have to depend on you know a bunch of young guys to to wrap around LeBron and AD because LeBron and AD take up more than half of the team's salary cap so you know Austin Rivers is the guy this and not Austin River Austin Reeves is the guy who's kind of the you know, what What are they going to do with Austin, Austin Reeves? Is uh, You know, are the Lakers going to be able to match his contract? D'Angelo Russell, you know, what are they going to be able to do with him? I mean, that's the whole problem with the Lakers is that the Lakers, you know, once they have a guy that does pretty well, he's going to make more money than they can afford, so then they have to trade him and then kind of retool their whole thing again. So, you know. We'll see. But, but so that, let me ask you in terms of the actual teams that made the finals, forget about the Lakers, forget about the Celtics. They're gone fishing, they're, they're watching the game on the couch like us and everybody else. Um, the Miami Heat, do you think they have a chance? Like, no. you know, do, do you think they have a chance to kind of get back in that series at no. all or no?
6: I, honestly, I, I think Jimmy Buckets is going to go crazy, and Bam and Jimmy are going to go crazy, and then they're going to be able to pull out one game. Okay, and I, I think they'll pull a game out, but I, I think that's about it. I just think that the Nuggets are just a complete team. Yeah, and it's hard to beat a complete team. Like they have a center. I mean, and honestly, Joker looks like he's like a dude who plays in flip flops, <laughs> right? But he just he just gets it done. You know, like they have shooters. You know, they got guard play. They got they just have a, a complete team. They did, and, and, and it's hard to beat a team that. Doesn't have any really, you know, any any real weaknesses. They can beat you from every spot on the floor. And you have to guard every spot on the floor. And they can equally defend every spot on the floor. It's just, you know, teams like that you almost have to beat with just more talent. And the Heat just don't have it.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the the one thing you have to have, I feel like, you know, like Anthony Davis, what Anthony Davis can do to kind of frustrate Joker defensively. Like you have to have that as the the starting point. And Bam out of bio, I just don't think he he like athletically he can give Bam, uh, give Joker some problems because he's quicker than Joker. Um, So, you know, we saw him go go off and have a really good scoring game uh, the first game. And I think that you'll continue to see that because Bam can kind of exploit his quickness advantage. But on the other end, Bam can't do anything with Joker defensively. Like Joker can literally just walk him down and lay the ball up on him every time because he's just too small. Bam's only about 6'10", you know, and probably giving up about 50 pounds joker. So, you know, I like like I think that's where they get into the, you know, the having the trouble. But I will tell you, man, game one it was very interesting to see just how many open shots the Miami Heat got. Um, and I saw a graphic. Um, the Miami Heat on wide open shots, they were only 5 of 16 shooting on wide open three point shots. They shot 31%. Um, against the Celtics they were almost 50% on wide-open three-point opportunities. And, you know, if you hit your what was your percentage from last series in that first game, you're right there at the end of the game and you have a chance to possibly steal game one. Now, that didn't happen, but that lets me know that, you know, if they can continue to find those open shots, you would think that Max Strews, Caleb Martin, uh, and the rest of those guys, you would think they're going to knock down those shots. Um,
6: no, assuming the Nuggets don't make any adjustments.
4: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, it feel, it did feel like that, that game one was a missed opportunity just because they had so many wide-open looks, you know. It's like that's the whole thing, you know, if you're the road team is you're trying to steal one. And the as many open shots as Miami missed, that felt like a missed opportunity to try to maybe steal a game one. Um, so, yeah, I, I tend to agree with you. I, I think that the Heat definitely are – In a bad spot, but, you know, I I have been thinking Nuggets in five. Um, That's kind of been where where my head's at, as as I agree with you, you know, expect for Jimmy to just kind of have one go-off game. But had game one went to Miami, I think that the complexity of this series could have changed greatly or at least become more interesting. Um, I'll be very interested to see what happens in the game on Sunday to see if, uh, if they can do anything to kind of get back into it, but I I I feel as close as that game was in the first one, I just feel like a Denver blowout in the second game. You know, like I I I felt like they had their shot game one. I think game two, it could get a little ugly. I think Denver only scored about a hundred and five, hundred and six points mm-hmm. in the first game. Like normally they're around one twenty, 120, one twenty five. Um, so if, if they hit their normal, um, you know, scoring average and they get to around 120 points, I just, yeah, I just, I don't think the heat can keep up with that. I just don't think they have enough offense, but I tell you what, Hey, we're going to go ahead. We're going to hit this first break, uh, of the day. Uh, it'll be a short break since we uh, ran one of those commercials already. But when we get back, um, I do want to talk to Haven about um, all the the, the the moving and shaking going on with with Louisville Athletics. I, I want to know if Haven's getting excited. I know certain things are getting excited, uh, you know, he's getting excited about. But we're going to see if he's getting excited about everything going on. But we'll be back. You are listening to Wake Up 502, 96.1 FM, the Big X for Sean Myers, Haven Harrington, and we'll be back on Wake Up 502.
3: I'm Scott Aldridge, your Jeffersonville Edward Jones Financial Advisor. At Edward Jones, we believe in building a complete picture of your financial life, including your unique goals and passions, so we can help you work toward achieving what's most important to you. Call me at 812-282-0000 or visit edwardjones.com to get started today.
7: Edward Jones member, SIPC.
0: Father's Day is right around the corner. The 2023 Big X Sports Radio Gold Card will be the best Father's Day gift ever.
1: Happy Father!
0: With the Big X Sports Radio Golf Card, Dad can play Park Mammoth, Old Capitol, Elk Valley View, Wooded View, and Christmas Lake in Santa Claus, Indiana for less than $25 a round. Supplies are limited, so get Dad his card today at BigXSportsRadio.com or call 812-725-1457.
7: High interest rates may be the norm everywhere else. But right now at Genesis Diamonds, we're always thinking about our customers, and we've decided to slash interest rates down to zero. Zero percent for five years. That means you can get those diamond earrings, that designer engagement ring, or that luxury pre-owned Rolex and spread your payments over five whole years without paying a diamond interest. Birthdays, anniversaries, just-because gifts starting as low as $35 a month. And that's with zero down. Now through July 1st only. And only at Genesis Diamonds. Shelbyville Road Plaza. On Proof Credit. See store for details.
2: One of your favorite childhood memories is probably those visits to your local bakery and all those wonderful aromas fresh out of the oven. Chances are that bakery was Williams Bakery, 1051 North Clark Boulevard, Clarksville. Open seven days a week, Williams Bakery is Clark County's only remaining full-service bakery. Stop by so they can serve you. Or phone Ernie Polston and his dedicated staff at 284-2867. That's 284 284- Two eight six seven. When you open a flex checking account by Republic Bank, you'll gain access to over 90,000 ATMs nationwide.
7: What's even better? You'll also get four ATM fee reimbursements per statement cycle just in case you have to use a non-Republic Bank network ATM. And with three simple ways to avoid a monthly fee, flex checking might just be your easiest banking decision yet. Learn more at republicbank.com. Republic Bank, it's just easier here. $50 minimum opening deposit. Fees reimbursed on next business day. Member FDIC.
2: Are you tired of fast food burgers and fries and looking for a healthier option? Why not try one of the freshly made sandwiches at the Honey Baked Ham Company? They offer an assortment of delicious sandwiches, freshly made sides, and mouth-watering cookies. You can grab a box to go or dine in their cozy cafe. They also offer several lunch catering offers as well. Call the store, 812-941-9426, or visit them at 3602 Northgate Court, Suite 23 in New Albany.
4: back in, welcome back in, Wake Up 502, segment number two of the day. Rashawn Myers and Haven Harrington, taking care of you here. Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. Make sure you check us out every Saturday morning, 9 to 11, or on uh, wakeup502.com. You can check out all the wonderful things that we are doing. You can check me out on Twitter, at Rashawn, that's R-A-A-S-H-A-A-N, you can check out Haven at Me Sports as well. Um, uh, just talking about all the good things. Let me tell you something, Haven. That conversation that we just had about the NBA Finals mm-hmm. was the best NBA Finals breakdown you've gotten in the whole city all week. So everybody, you're welcome because the lack of knowledge and the lack of people and th- that are supposed to be NBA are sports people in the city that ha- that do not watch the NBA and do not have any idea about what's going on is pitiful and pathetic and terrible. Especially because it's supposed to be a state that loves basketball.
6: Facts and facts and facts.
4: It's pitiful. So, like, you know, at least you can come here to wake up 502 and get some NBA coverage and, and actually have people that watch the games and know what they're talking about because there's a lot of... Just uh, it just it frustrates me to just that there's no I don't understand how you can love basketball and don't like the NBA. And like not I watch I,
6: basketball at its highest level. Yes,
4: I just don't, I don't understand it. I, I never have. Um, but, you know, that's for them. You know, you can always come here. You've been getting it for years on Main Event Sports, Wake Up 502. Y'all know how we do. Um, so, and yeah. this is
6: the website, too, wakeup502.com. Oh,
4: yeah, yeah. We got all, all our good stuff going on there. Um, you know, of course, we had all our, our derby events and uh, der- derby gala interviews we had on there. Um, so just make sure you check out everything we have going on at wakeup502.com. Um, just to continue to reach out. And if, you, you know, you, you want to be a sponsor of the show, um, you want to be a patron of the show, go to our Patreon page. Uh, you can donate there. Um, if you have anybody who's interested in getting into the media business and, you know, they want to do some interning, have some opportunities, we're going to have a lot of those coming up. I know Haven does a lot of things over the summertime with the young folks. Haven is always um, a, a great partner with the uh, Main Event Leadership Academy, doing so many things to help young folks find an interest uh, in the media business. We want to continue to help uh, young people to get involved, especially from the inner city, um, you know, where where minorities don't have as many opportunities. They just don't think about those opportunities. We like to kind of lead that charge. Um, So if you want to, uh, please reach out to us. Um, You you can always uh, reach out to us on our email. If you have anything going on, if you do want to sponsor the show, you have an event coming up uh, that you would like for us to help out with. Just let us know. Uh, you know we're we're always doing things. That's that's one of the things that that we try to do is uh, keep it active and put our our, our uh, money where our mouth is. We we try to support everybody and any any way we can help. Uh, we definitely try to do that. But I tell you what, Haven, uh, I did start the show talking about you know the the newcomers in Louisville basketball putting out uh, videos for all of the, the 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 newcomers that are here. I believe of the nine newcomers on the team this year, I believe seven of them are here, including Trenton Flowers, Dennis Evans, um, uh, Sky Clark, and some of those other guys. Uh, Curtis Williams is here. Caleb Glenn, of course, he's here already. Um, And everybody's kind of excited. They've already started doing athletic testing. And we're seeing kind of the first little hype videos. You have the players doing kind of profile cameos where they're walking around campus, talking to the other players and, uh, you know, just kind of, everybody getting a feel for for how these guys you know uh, you know who who they are their personalities um, so it's very interesting because we were having a conversation in the break where, um, you know, Louisville has, you know, they pretty much have their roster done. Louisville has their, their 13 guys accounted for. Once the commitment of Tyler Johnson um, was made official, uh, the, the former Memphis commit uh, and point guard that, that did um, go ahead and sign with Louisville, they have their 13 scholarship pl- players and Kenny Payne um, is ready to roll with addition uh, number two of the Louisville Cardinals. Uh, But on the other side, we have UK, um, who they are bringing in probably their best group of freshmen since probably the Carl Anthony Towns class, I would probably say. Mm. Uh, you know that this is probably the best group of freshmen that they've had since then. When you talk about DJ Wagner, Robert Dillingham, um, Aaron Bradshaw, Antonio Edwards, and the, and the rest of the uh, the rest of those guys, they have a, a big time class. But right now, that they're a little short. Like, what what are you thinking about? You know, who do you feel be- like if you're a Louisville fan, you got thirteen. Guys, nine of them new guys, you know, a top five recruiting class, some as high as number three, the third ranked recruiting class in the country. UK has the number one class, but you have a very right now, a very short roster with Oscar Shibway making the decision to stay in the uh, NBA draft and Antonio Reeves mulling, possibly putting his name in the transfer portal. Like, who do you feel better about right now? Like, what what are you thinking about? Like what that looks like?
6: You know, you look at it and, I mean, if UK can't find anybody else, right, you're going to start the season with, what, seven, maybe eight dudes? It's like everybody has to play at that point. Like there's like zero backups. Everybody has to play. Yeah. And you really don't have like any big men. So if somebody gets in foul trouble or a big guy starts to go crazy in the middle, there's not too much UK can do about it. That it's kind of like, there's a, they're stuck. There's, a, there's nothing they can do about it. Uh, UofL, on, on the other hand, you know, you have this top five, some services, a top three class. And it's he, and you, It's the first time since, well, Kenny's only been here a year, but he now has a complete roster. You know, he has his guards. He has his 12 forwards in the center, right? You know, he does have that complete team ready to go. Um, so you would think it would be a vantage Louisville. Only because like they have a complete team they have more bodies they can throw out you know they can get in foul trouble and they have people that can come in and sub and you know pick the load up and and carry the water and can keep it moving right right you know if UK gets in a foul trouble it's over you know if DJ Wagner fouls out or gets injured like it's a wrap. yeah <laughs> you're done uh but you know Cal has experience with, with you know bringing a freshman along you know, he has that experience of getting those guys, you know, getting the freshmen ready, and by tournament time, they're, they're ready to play. But, man, with only seven dudes, it makes it almost impossible.
4: I mean, check this out. This is U.K.'s roster as it stands right now. The two returning guys out of everybody else. Remember, U.K. had a very talented, deep team. But mo- they lost most of their experience to the transfer portal or, you know, to graduation. So, right now, U.K. has a dude, the Arrow, do you remember Adou Thierro on the team last year? Hey, uh, he was on the team last year. <laughs> who, who's, who's this guy? And Uganda Onyenso. Hold, oh,
6: hold on, hold on. Are those those two guys that said at the end of the bench <laughs> or just uh, to boost your GPA?
4: No, well, you know, like Anyenso was a guy who reclassified and decided that he was going to play this year for UK. He's a big man. He's 6'11", 225. But he played literally only the first two or three games of the year and then really pretty much didn't do anything the rest of the year. He didn't play. And then Adutiero was kind of a – he was the fourth guard in the rotation, so he literally only got in two or three minutes a game. So, like, right now, that's the U.K.'s only two returning players. Uh, you know. And then, like I said, Antonio Reeves is on the, on the fence. But then, of course, like I said, we, you do have the Wagner, Bradshaw, Edwards, Dillingham, uh, Shepard group. You know, so you have a very, very high ceiling for those, you know, five returners, or excuse me, five newcomers. But literally, those are your two guys returning with experience that you know are going to be on your roster. Because, I mean, Antonio Reeves, they really need him to stay. Like, if he ends up going into the transfer portal, um, that makes it very... Sticky. Now I do know that UK is going after. Um, you know th- there have been some some transfers that they tried to get in on that didn't work out for them. Um, Arthur Kaluma is a guy who just decided he was coming back. He was a forward uh, for Creighton. For people that remember Creighton making that run to the Elite Eight, Kaluma was kind of their athlete forward guy who could kind of step out and. Uh, hit the three and could uh, you know play? He's a really good defender. Um, it's the thought is is that UK is going to go after him to try to get some experience if they can get him. I don't know if if is uh, going to look head UK's way, but I mean if if Reeves goes in like you just heard the the group like that's ru- like at, that that is r- that's like zero margin for error. Yeah, <laughs> yes,
6: like zero. And you have to hope that your freshmen are ready to go from day one. And their freshmen say so you no, know they're not right because you know, like the biggest adjustment kids have is like when you make that big change and you go from elementary to middle school. Yeah, there's a big change. In athleticism, kids are bigger, stronger, faster. You go from middle school to high school, same thing. There's a big adjustment, and you go from high school to college. There is a tremendous adjustment.
4: I mean, that's just that. That is, Calipari has worked on some high wire acts before, but like. This would be. (laughs) It would just be interesting because, like I said, you know, you have the 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 dynamic between UK and it looks like UK is going to have a really super super talented class, but it also is going to seem like they're going to have a very uh, thin roster. You know, I mean, when you have Wagner and Dillingham and Shepard and Bradshaw and Edwards, that's five elite guys, or at least four and a half elite guys. Reed Shepard. While Reed Shepard is a good player, you know, I got to watch Reed here play in the state for the last three years. He is a very, very smart, heady player. He's like a coach on the basketball court. He's sneaky, athletic. You know, he's all of those things that you like to. Sneaky, athletic. (laughs) You know, it's a heady player, you know, like, but I don't know if he's ready. To come in and be like, you know what, fellas, just give me the ball. You know, SEC game on the road at Alabama. Like, I don't know if he's ready for that. You know what I mean? So
6: playing with of Arkansas thirteen guards,
4: right? I mean, it's 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 just like it's Reed Shepard, You know, I mean, I know Ellis L- Ellis is down there at Arkansas now. I don't know if Reed Shepard is ready for you know. I'm going to have to defend L. Ellis down the last five minutes of the game. Like, I don't know if he's ready for that type of situation. So it's very interesting that the dynamics, because UofL is coming off such a bad season. But it almost seems like the Louisville fans are happier about where their team is at right now than the U.K. fans. Like, isn't that weird? Like, (laughs) at least least some. Like, of course, we know that there's a lot of Louisville fans that are definitely – arms folded, waiting to see what's going to happen. I would be included in that group of people that are kind of arms folded, waiting to see what's going to happen and prove it to me about what you're going to do. But, I mean, there's definitely a lot of reason at this point, just in terms of sheer numbers, for you
0: to be excited. I mean, like the sheer numbers,
6: roster construction. You should be very excited. Like, if you're a Louisville fan, you should be super excited about what you have coming in and what this could possibly portend for the season. I mean, this team is way more talented than the team that was here last year. It's a complete team. You have more than one guard. Uh you know, so you should be excited. You know, you should expect this team to win more games. Now, I will say this, and I've been actively telling people this, right? That yes, the team is more talented. The longer They're more athletic. They're taller. All those things are true, right? Yes. But what's also true is that they're also freshmen. Yes. A lot of teams coming in are freshmen or in case of Sky's place, he's only played a handful of games. So, yes, he has a year of quote-unquote experience, but he's only played a handful of games and then was injured. So... Not really a lot of experience from, what, 10 games maybe played coming in?
4: Right. Mm-hmm. So not
6: really a, a ton of experience. And he has to learn a new system on top of that. So, like, give these guys just a little break. It's going to take time for them to jail. And, and, we, and you know, talking about UK, like we've seen this in UK, right? Like when Devin Booker was at UK, he was a good player. But he's not the Devin Booker you, you see now. No, right. When, when Jamal Murray's at UK, he was a good player. He was like the Jamal Murray you see down right. in the finals, right? Right, right. Hey, because it took those – they were only here for a year. those were only here for their first year. And it took them a couple of years in the league, some more experience, some more coaching before they became the guys who everybody thought they were going to be.
4: Yeah, I mean, and that's the whole thing. That's where the calculus of what it means to be successful has changed, right? And that's what we've been talking about. We, we talked about the fact that, you know, you watch teams like Florida Atlantic – Make a run to the uh, Final Four because they went into the transfer portal and got a lot of veteran guys. guys. And, and all those guys worked out. We saw what Marquise Noel was able to do for Kansas State as a transfer and how, you know, Kansas State brought in three or four guys uh, in the transfer portal and how that really got Kansas State off and running. Same thing with Miami. Uh, same thing with so many of the teams that made these runs. So, the calculus of what it means to be a successful team really had more to do with what you could do in the transfer portal than you could recruiting freshmen. It almost seems like fr- recruiting freshmen has become Passé. the second level of recruiting. Like, right? Like, yeah. the top level now is transfers, then your freshmen, you know, and then your, you know, well, I get truthfully, it might be recruiting your own team to stay, the guys that you want, <laughs> then transfers, and then freshmen of the third level.
6: You know? I mean, because you're talking about losing. And, <clears> and, <throat> and here's the other thing, too, and this is what I also guard against as well, because people are like, well, you know, if, if Love only wins, you know, 12, 13, 14 games this year, you know, all these guys, most of these guys will be back. They have the experience and, you know, add more pieces to the puzzle and, and we'll be ready to go. I mean, but you have to remember, man, a lot of coaches are counting on losing a third of your team every year to the portal. That's a lot of dudes to leave and then plug in guys who are new to the system, you Get try to get everybody on the same page to run it again. But that's college basketball today, right? Like, like that yeah. is what we deal with with college basketball today. It's like, and, and football as well. You know, like Alabama lost a third of their team. You we know, they Alabama. Yeah. And they lost a third of their team. No, everybody's going to lose by a throw to your team. Your job is to keep a, a core group of guys. Yeah, around. you got
4: to recruit the, the guys that you want and feel like are, are, are the most necessary parts of your team. It is your job to recruit your own roster to make sure those guys stay. I mean, because it's like pretty much now, you're not like. I know people kept talking about, you know, well, the way Kenny's building this roster, he's building a team that he can put together to where they can, in year two or year three, they're going to be awesome. But I really don't think you can build like that anymore if that makes sense because you're going to lose such a large percentage of your roster it's really hard to kind of have that three year or four year plan for your roster because that's just not the world we live in now you it's, know what it's I mean? Not, you know,
6: it's like people talk about well I can't believe Calipari only won one national championship with all that talent he had. He's a bad coach It's not that he's a bad coach it's just that you no, know, these guys just weren't ready. They're freshmen now, yeah, you you've had all these super talented freshmen, and you can tell because, like, look at the NBA. I mean, the NBA is almost half halfway populated by UK players, and the guys are superstars. But it, it takes a while. You know, it it's, it took them more than a year to really kind of come into their own, and that's the problem. Like, if some of these like if some of these UK teams, like John Wall's team, like if they had stayed like an extra year, they they would have won a national championship. Yeah. You know, he, he probably has several teams. Oh, uh, like like uh Darren Fox and those guys, if they would have stayed another year and he could have added maybe one other guy to the to the roster, they may have been in the final four like a couple years running. If they would have been like your traditional but would have been traditional cost basketball players, these guys stayed like two, three years, Kelly Perry probably would have about two, three national championships by now.
4: Yeah. I mean Because I, the
6: guys would have matured. Devin Booker would have been the Devin right. Booker we see right now in the NBA. He would have been out in college his junior year. Yeah. But he left his freshman year. So you didn't you didn't get a chance to see Devin Booker be a killer until he, he was he was in the league for a couple of years. Yeah. It it just takes a while. That's why I try to tell people like you know I know you're excited about what you know what Lova can do, what Kenny can do with this with this group. Just kind of pump your brakes a little bit and,
4: and let's see what happens. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it de- It's definitely a de- – these watching the case study, because both UofL and UK are going the youth route, and they're going the young route. They're not really doing the transfer portal thing. Uh, it's going to be very interesting. Indiana, uh, conversely, they definitely went the transfer route. To bring in some guys to uh, kind of uh, recover from uh, Jalen Hood-Shafino, the the superstar freshman who decided to go ahead and put his name in the NBA draft, and then of course, uh, you know, the, the, their their big man uh, left as well for the NBA draft. So they they definitely went the transfer route to kind of recoup uh, what what's going on up there. So it'll be interesting to see what Mike uh, Mike Woodson does up there with IU um you know that they they, they kind of have a mix of transfers and they also got uh the big time uh duke commit uh i can't think of the young man Imbaco. yeah thank you Mackenzie Baco. he committed to indiana as well so well, you know Woodson seems to have it together i think of the three supers you know the three local powers indiana uk and iu indiana seems to be the most ready to play immediately you know like that, they seem to have it most together so it'll be interesting to watch the stories because you have three kind of divergent stories uh you know you have cal's return to super freshman class you have louisville on the redemption tour with you know a, a, a highly rated class and a bunch of different options to to throw at people and then you have indiana trying to see if they can Kind of back up the excellent season they had last year with a new group and what Mike Woodson's going to do there. So it'll be super interesting to, to to continue to track that. We do have a texter into five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. The Thornton's text line says, "Good morning, wake up five zero two main event our culture." He says a couple of things. Um, first question is, well, "What is the age for the internship for the main event academy?" Um, I mean, Haven, we've had we've had interns and, and helpers of of all ages, right?
6: Oh, yeah, I think the youngest may have been like 10.
4: Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you know, what we've had, uh, you know, young folks, because what we've done, uh, what what was the the high school hype? Yeah. Uh, you know, we've done that. I know that there's been some people that are very interested in us kind of um, bringing back the high school hype segment and doing some things. I know uh, the folks over at Fern Creek maybe, uh, you know, I heard that they, they may have been Knocking on some doors, trying to see if main event was uh, and, and wake up five or two was interested in doing some high school hype type stuff this year. Um, so you know, getting getting those usually it's high school age kids for the most part. Um, if, if kids are younger, um, definitely um, we could work with them. Um, you know, I, I definitely don't mind uh showing them around, but usually it's, it's high school age. Now, would you say that would probably be like freshman high school?
6: Yeah, usually, but you know what? We can always make exceptions.
4: Absolutely. Absolutely. Also, he says, please give my daughter uh, Tatiana a shout out on her birthday, uh, which is coming up on Monday, same as the late uh, Brianna Taylor. So, Tatiana, happy birthday, Missy. Hope you have a good one. I don't know how old you are. You get kept that because you never tell ladies' age. Good job, Texter. Uh, but happy birthday to you upcoming on Monday. Hope you have a good one. Um, and and lastly, he says on uh, he says on a Twitter um, write-up, uh, it projected Louisville to go 12 and 20. Um, he uh, says and Louisville w- Twitter went off. He says my expectations is tournament or bring Jay right home. So, yeah, like like what do you think? Like with everything, like we saw the the, the, uh, the pictures of the testing and like Dennis Evans had his hand, like he jumped up to do his max vertical and they showed a picture of it and his fingers were literally above the backboard. <laughs> like how long he is. He's 7'2 with a, a 7'10". Wingspan, so you know the dude is an absolute monstrous human being. Like uh, all this testing stuff from him and Trenton Flowers, and and you know trying to measure how big these guys are, and you know like the the, the team is gonna look good walking down. Like it's the, you know they always talk about the old the all airport team, like the team that you see walking down the tarmac, and they just look like a squad. Like Louisville has that one. Like they're gonna have the the guys that look the best in the suits. Walking through the airport. But what do you think that's gonna translate to in terms of when? Like it can be like a look like Tarzan, play like Jane type of situation, but like what are you thinking right now? Like like I think they're probably gonna struggle
6: a little bit at the beginning of the season mm-hmm. and then maybe catch their legs. Kind of towards the middle to end of the season when it when it starts at tournament play mm-hmm. or a conference play, but then we we'll just have to see just how well everybody else does in the conference. You know to kind of give you a gauge on how many wins we'll get. Like I I predicted, and I I'll be honest, I'll, I'll put it out there. Now I'm I'm predicting twelve to fifteen wins. Yeah, I am mean, still like you know four times as much as you know as we had last year, so yeah, it's a good I, improvement.
4: Yeah, slow down, Rick Bozak. But. <laughs> <laughs> But with, <laughs> but with that said, I love you, Rick.
6: <laughs> but with that said, it's twelve to fifteen wins, and I, I, I really don't see too much uh, more than that. I mean, I, I, but you know, that's what sight unseen. Haven't seen one guy play. Haven't seen one guy practice. Because once again, it is a big jump from high school to college. It's a big jump from JUCO. To D one, it's just, and I don't think people really appreciate just how big that jump is. It's like just how much bigger, stronger, faster players are, you know, from high school to college. It's like night and day. So I, I'm, I'm going to give these guys a little break. I, I know people like to say Haven, hey, you're you're just hating on Kenny Payne, Haven. You're hating on Kenny. So this this is actually doing Kenny more of a
4: service. Absolutely, and, and, yeah, and I'm, I'm, not sure, I'm not sure know, Kenny in the
6: service. So I'm I, gonna tell you why, because you have some people out here. I'm not gonna mention names, trying to hype up. You know, like I think this dude's gonna be against that dude. What kind of style play they're gonna have? I bet they're gonna be like playing like the Harlem Globe Trotters on people, and everybody's gonna be New Jersey Generals and da 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 da. You know, you look at all that, but you no, know, like the thing is this. You know, you don't want to bring up like those expectations that are super high that are going to be impossible to meet, especially, you know, a, a team that literally won just four games last year. Four games. And whose defense got progressively worse as the season went on. So, you know, pump your brakes a little bit. Yes, we have a super talented team coming in, but the mostly freshmen. is going to take a while. And like we said before, UK. UK's had a ton of... <laughs> of super awesome, talented classes and, you know, couldn't make out a second weekend of the tournament mainly because it takes these guys a while to mature. Yeah. It it takes them a while to learn the college game.
4: Yeah. I mean, it it does. I mean, and and that's, I will say this, A, people that say 12 wins, you know, is awesome because that's four times as many as last year. That's not the flex that you think it is. That actually is just a reminder of how pathetic last year is. So that's one thing that I would just say, just stop saying that, just because it's just <laughs> it's a reminder that you only won four games. So just stop. 12 wins is terrible, like, especially at a place like Louisville. That's like 12 wins is still one of the worst seasons in the history of the program. So, like, after having historically maybe the worst uh, season in power five history i don't know if you necessarily want to back that up um so you know I, I i that's that's what i will say but i tell you what man we're gonna go ahead we're gonna hit this this uh, top of the hour break we do have jay and uh, wayne holding on the line we're gonna get to them right on the other side um and you are listening to wake up 502 96.1 fm big x sports radio and we'll be back
5: With a bat.
2: You can oh. with oh, yeah. Celebrate Independence Day at one of the nicest golf courses in Kentucky. Park Mammoth Golf Club is hosting a four-person golf scramble on the 4th of July. The 9 a.m. shotgun start has everything you want for an entertaining day on the links. Closest to the pin, longest drive, and beautiful views at the wonderful course in Park City, Kentucky. The event is $80 per person. sure by calling 270 544 7200 or find more information at parkmammothgolfclub.com New
3: Albany Mayor Jeff Gahan and media events pronounce, again, the Bicentennial Park Summer Concert Series. It returns once again Friday, May 26th in historic downtown New Albany, located at the corner of Spring and Pearl Streets. These free concerts are open to music lovers of all age. Come join us, 6.30 to 9 p.m. on Friday nights, downtown New Albany, Indiana. For more information about concerts and musicians, it can be found at NewAlbanyCityHall.com slash BicentennialPark. Don't forget, coming up, May 26th, Billy Goat Strut Review and Ida declare. And come on, people, don't forget about June 2nd. We're talking about Hot Brown, Smackdown, and the Bourbon Bridges. Bicentennial Park, New Albany, Indiana.
2: Yeah.
0: Father's Day is right around the corner. The 2023 Big X Sports Radio Gold Card will be the best Father's Day gift ever. Happy
1: Father's Day!
0: With the Big X Sports Radio golf card, Dad can play Park Mammoth, Old Capitol, Elk Run Valley View, Wooded View, and Christmas Lake in Santa Claus, Indiana for less than $25 a round. Supplies are limited, so get Dad his card today at BigXSportsRadio.com or call 812-725-1456. Ballin' in the mix. It's that six six long slim sticking your chick. Pulling uh-huh. tricks looking slick at all times when I'm flipping.
4: And welcome back. Welcome back in the wake up 502. Uh Rashawn Myers, Haven Harrington taking care of you. 96.1 FM. It is going down. Uh, here on, on a beautiful, beautiful Saturday morning, uh, we're gonna go right to the phone lines. Uh, we're gonna get the first up here. We got Jay has on the line. Jay, how you doing this morning? Man, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How you
8: doing, brother? I'm doing fine, guys. You guys are talking about somebody in the lines,
4: then, huh? For four was, huh? Hey, well, you know. It's 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 the what S- it is. See something they of the line lines do is sometimes.
8: Yeah, we so see when you got the lines then, you, you gotta be hungry.
4: Yeah, yeah. I mean that's the they're, they're definitely they got people in the in the lines then, uh, the the Kenny Kenny <laughs> Kenny Payne's in the lines then right now. <laughs> so we gonna, we gonna see what happens. We gonna see what happens, man. I, yeah, well,
8: we can talk. About, you talking about that stuff, you know, down the road, man. Only got some decent recruits, but man, listen, man. Like I said, they only won four games with a powerhouse five, powerhouse program like that, man. That's untolerated.
4: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's the whole, you know, that's the whole thing, man. Is that you know they they got to do a lot better, but you know, like I said, man, it, would you rather be Louisville with thirteen, you know, thirteen guys and a top class and a bunch of options or would you rather be UK with seven players and they're really good players, but that's all you got yeah. is just them seven. So, you know, who would you rather be right now?
8: Yeah, I, I'm, I, I'm
4: loving the
8: football in the air. You
4: can spell that football in the Hey, Jeff Brom. Haven, I, Haven, I know you are uh, very excited. They added another quarterback, that Bailey. Uh, what, what was the kid's name? Bailey. Bailey? Yeah. From uh from Purdue, yeah, four-star quarterback. Yeah, they had another one. No. Wow, man! Yeah, they keep they keep on adding them. Four and five-star quarterbacks everywhere you see. My good, he's burping out kids every day, ain't he? <laughs> hey, I mean, you know, it's I've I, I've heard the people are are very excited about what Jeff Broms got going on. Jay, that's that's what I've heard.
8: Man, me too, man. I'm excited for him too. Man. I don't really see him get out and get in and get in where he fit here. Try to get us to a BCS bowl or even go to a championship. What you think of that playoffs?
6: Uh, you know, with the way things are going, <clears throat> we could be a, a dark horse for the A C C championship game. Especially without oh. divisions and not having to play uh Clemson this year. Uh Wow Man.
4: I mean it's when well, you love
6: that I Man, uh love that's not the word.
4: <laughs> I'm just ready to get to Atlanta, that's what I know. I'm ready to get to Atlanta get Atlanta, this season kicked off. Tech. Yeah. Oh man. Get get this season kicked <laughs> off. No. Louisville, Georgia Tech for you know, Labor Day weekend. Hey, we always try to spoil
6: out the Hey man, you can't beat that, man. You got, you know, Louisville, Georgia Tech and Atlanta to... Mercedes Benz Dome, and then like what? A week later, IU. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. for a noon game on the Big Ten Network. Yeah, yeah, man, yeah,
8: man. It's going down. I love what is doing right now. Absolutely.
4: So yeah. Anyway. we we'll wow. see. Go ahead, go ahead, Sean. No, no, no. I said, I said, we'll see what happens, man. I mean, there's, there's still a lot of, a lot of time. I know that the, the guys haven't. Um, they're just now coming back, getting ready to report uh, to get you know start doing summer workouts. So uh, we'll start to get maybe some some information. But you know it's it's exciting. You know, just uh, I know Brahm is still looking around and trying to see if uh, he'll add a, a player here or there. I know that they just. Uh, made the announcement that KJ Cloyd, uh, inside linebacker, uh, did put his name back into the portal. Um, so I know that there that U has been hotly recruiting a linebacker from Purdue that just put his name in the transfer portal. So I don't know if Cloyd's decision to leave has something to do with that, but I do know that Jeff Brom is still making some moves. So uh, you know we'll just have to see. It's exciting that uh, he's still trying to build. He's not satisfied, and I love that from you know our, our new coach is the fact that he's coming out and it seems like he's trying. Trying to win right now, and he wants to win a exactly. lot right now.
8: Well, somebody said to me the other day, "You know, better get on the train now."
4: Yeah, yeah, that's what I heard. Trying to try trying to get on the train now. That that Vance Bedford get on the train.
8: Man, it's always a pleasure, Man Haven hey, Rashawn Myers. Hey, I appreciate you. The, the baddest duo in the sports game,
4: man. Batman and
8: Robin. You got that right.
4: <laughs> I appreciate it, Jay. Uh, give us a call back, all right? All right, Doc. All right, brother. All right. There we go. Jay has checking in. Hey, we're going to go right back to it. Uh, uh, the, let, Let's see. I, I think I got this. Here it is. Hey. You got it
9: rolling. It's like I tell people, get on the train right now because Coach Strong got it coming. Because right now, the light at the end of the tunnel is not safe. It's not safe. The future is coming. If you're in the way, we're going to roll right through you. So get on the train now. So all you people on the side, if you're on the side, it's coming. Coach Strong got the train rolling. We got the guys. We got some great recruiters, some great, re- some coaches on their staff. We're getting the right people here. We're going to get it back to what it's supposed to be. We expect for that stadium to be 55,000, standing room only. People are on the guard. let me in. Let me in. Why? Because the train is rolling. So anybody out there, I can't tell you what's going to happen right now, but it's coming. Get on board or get out
4: the way Ooh, don't that get you hyped up haven Harrington and get you ready <laughs> man. Vance Bedford hey that that one will live in infamy I promise you but uh, let's go ahead and get right back to the phone lines uh the good to the wake up 502 buzz line 502-384-1450 uh, got Wayne on the line Wayne how you doing this morning I'm doing fine, Sean, you in Haven. How you guys doing this morning? Man, doing all right. Doesn't that Vance Bedford sound, don't that just get you ready to play some football, Wayne? Absolutely.
9: <laughs> I can't wait. It's going to be very, very exciting. I'm looking for great things from this team. They're going to shock some people. They're going to do some things. I know one thing, they're they not going to have to worry about quarterbacks. The quarterback room is getting full. If oh, not, yeah. i getting full. Yes, indeed but I, I i was waiting for my uh my son to call me you know he the last time he was on with you, he was talking about the flakers, and I told him they threw. he after they got broom, he, he hadn't called me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he had not called me yeah. and at this point in time, I think it's LeBron just needs to go and sit down he, he He can't keep going this this route anymore And plus, this nonsense about he wants to play with his son. they'll never be on the same team. They'll play against each other if 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 he stays in the game. But it's time to sit that he's done the he's he's done all he can do. It, it's over for the Lakers. And the and the way they got broomed by Denver, mm mm. Yeah Denver Denver is very good. Very good. And I I, I, I enjoy watching the NBA, but I am disappointed I'm disappointed that uh, that the uh, the Celtics lost to the heat. That that made me mad. After they made that come, you know, they came back from then that being down like they were, and then the lose everything was in their face. to the lose. They get dogged at home. That was disgusting. Very, I was shocked, shocked at that. But uh, uh, like Haven was alluded to earlier, the uh, the Heat may win one game, maybe two, maybe. But Denver, Denver's stinking. They stinking up the gym, man. let let's be honest. They're, they're a complete team. They got it all. They're good. Sugar's defense, they do it all.
4: Yeah, and do it well. <clears throat> they're yeah, good, yeah. They, Wayne. They're good. That they, you know, and, and they know it. And they they are they're confident. They're aggressive. You know, I mean, one guy that people don't even talk about that that I I think that is a huge part of their success. Contavious Caldwell Pope, KCP. He was on that Lakers bubble championship team, and he was kind of the one of the guys that I thought you know really really play big time for the Lakers to help them win that game. And that's a dude, you know, like we talked about the rest of these guys, that he wants the ball, he's not afraid, he can hit the big shot, and the Nuggets just have a team full of those guys, you know?
9: Absolutely, absolutely. Very, very impressive group, very, and I like them. And plus, uh, you know, I got a brother that – my brother's in town. He he lives in Colorado Springs, so he's been talking. I said, well, y'all got a good shot, man. Uh Y'all got an impressive group, and I, I wish I wish them the best. Yeah, so it, it, it remains to be seen, but so far, they look good, very good. Man. And and, and I heard you were talking about the basketball, our team, and, and the Blue Necks down the road. they in trouble. They're in trouble, and I've said it all, all the time, and Louisville's kind of in the same position, but it's a difference. Louisville's got 13, and UK's got seven, but the difference is, is luba has got some experienced players, and Kentucky didn't have anybody to lean on. where so really he's standing in the draft. Uh, what was the other guy's
4: name? Uh, uh Antonio Reeves. <laughs> a- Antonio Reeves. Had, yeah, he hasn't made the decision on whether he's going to go in the portal or come back. Yeah, he's not coming back. Yeah, the, the, only, mm-hmm. two, the only two the only two experienced good. guys they have coming back are Adu Thierro, who was a freshman last year, and Uganda Rizzo, right. who was a, a freshman, and neither one of those two guys right. played you know much at all.
9: Exactly. Now, what they do is they have the all-name team. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they do. They do. They, do. they got. Absolutely. They got a lot of names. Absolutely. <laughs> exactly. And I, I had a, one of my buddies that live, lives in Lexington. He called me Don't. I don't want. told me I don't him. I just saying you all got the number one place again. But what? Where, where'd they get you? And you're not gonna do nothing this year. You know, I'm telling you because what's gonna happen? And and the thing the, the thing that Calipari doesn't stress he doesn't stress defense all all those high profile they don't know nothing about defense yeah and when they start getting zoned by they will get frustrated frustrated and go into the act thinking they demand like it was it has to college is different they say get out the way boy you don't know what you're doing they gonna get frustrated <laughs> very mm-hmm. very and I, I'm looking I'm looking for I'm not a hater because I got a lot of friends down there. But I just call it like I see it. I I, I just don't see this. I, I I don't see them doing nothing. And, and we'll we'll see everybody. Like oh, when well, you were here, you no, I'm not. I said okay, Steve. You, who, who's your who's your experienced player? Who?
4: Yeah, yeah, they, they,
9: they can only be one. And and like and I said it all the time. And you by you and I've talked about it. You, you can't you can't you can't if you if you got to start more than three freshmen you in trouble. you got you got to have some experience out there to settle those boys down to let them know what Kevin is. But you, it's too much pressure.
4: Yeah, much if, pressure. if Antonio nice Reeves, balance, yeah, if, if Reeves doesn't come back, they're pro- likely going to have to start five freshmen, you, you know, unless I they can, unless they can get well, a couple of these guys from the transfer portal. If they could get a guy like Kaluma or that big seven-footer from North Dakota State, if they could get right, a couple of those guys, you know.
9: I don't see the guy from North uh, North Dakota. I don't see him in the UK.
4: Yeah.
9: I, I don't see him. It, it, it's, that's not a fit for him. I don't see him. And, and then I'll, I'll say one more thing. You know, if they have to start five freshmen, all they got to do is call Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> Remember the five five? Oh, yeah. All yeah. they got to do is call Michigan. It, yeah. it, it, and and I still say, and I've not seen a team to start five freshmen win the championship. It don't happen. Don't happen. But, Sean, you and Haven, you know, man, you, 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 you know you two are the best, better than all the rest. My <laughs> man, at the top of the list, guys, as always, enjoy yourself. Oh, and I meant to tell you. Yes, sir. Man, I, had, I had I had an experience that I'll never have again. Well, yes, I would feel. I think just what I did a week after Derby. What's that? The deltas at the downs. Oh, that's re- a that's a function you should go to, man. I'm plugging it, and guess where I was at? What? In Millionaire Road. Really? Up on the movies and Shakers' eyes. Oh yeah, man, it was great. I never, I, did, I never thought I would have anything there, but the the deltas at the downs. They do this every year, man. Go for it. You will not regret it. Hmm. I'm to check that out, hey. Yeah, man, you you do that. Y'all need to and, and, and what made it what made it so sweet? It was it was the majority. We filled the floor, man. All three rooms. It, it was it was a little bit of salt in there, a little, but it was us. It was boo boo for us. So it was tremendous, <laughs> yeah, tremendous. And I, I'm just throwing a little plug, but as, as, as an invitation, the week after derby, if y'all want to do something special, you want to be in this place, do that. Because it's great. Okay. Great. Okay. But it's always, oh, yeah. Uh, my son, he should be calling you, man. But it's always, Haven, Sean, like I said, you, you, you guys are the best. And if, if we, what we said at the end of the day,
4: go Cards. Thanks, guys. Hey, appreciate it, Wayne. The, the, Wayne always comes with the, with the energy. It's real fun yeah he always does (laughs) appreciate the call uh and and that you know that that leaves uh the 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 airwaves back open Uh, a texter says um he said on that Vance Bedford sound he says it sounds like Vance Bedford says coach Brom (laughs) he said since his uh, voice was hoarse (laughs)
6: <laughs> you know, maybe we should play that Coach Brom uh, XFL. He's like, let's play some football.
4: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's 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 classic. You know what I'm saying? that, that, uh, uh, <clears throat> that, that um, What was that? That was X, XFL. What was his team? I can't remember the name of his team. <laughs> but, I mean, there's definitely a lot of quotables that, that you can use. Get on the train, the let's play football, the street fight between the whistles. You know, all those are, are classic. Uh, you know, the, the, the classic sayings. But I tell you what, we're going to go ahead. We took a, a short break so we could get those guys in. We're going to go ahead, finish up that break, and then when uh, when we come back... Uh, the the Haven Harrington is going to take you guys up until we're going to be preempted by some, uh, I believe it's baseball, coming up at 1045. Um, so we, we will be uh, out of here a little bit early, but uh, when, once we get back, uh, let Haven take you guys up until uh, 1045, and then we'll be out uh, for live sports on the Big X uh, 96.1 and 14f uh, 1450 FM. Uh, we'll go ahead and we will be back.
7: High interest rates may be the norm everywhere else. But right now at Genesis Diamonds, we're always thinking about our customers, and we've decided to slash interest rates down to zero. Zero percent for five years. That means you can get those diamond earrings, that designer engagement ring, or that luxury pre-owned Rolex and spread your payments over five whole years without paying a dime in interest. Birthdays, anniversaries, just because gifts starting as low as $35 a month. And that's with zero down. Now through July 1st only. And only at Genesis Diamonds. Shelbyville Road Plaza. On proof credit. See store for details.
2: Check out Thornton's all-new Southern Style Biscuits, the perfect complement to your morning breakfast sandwich. You will love the buttery goodness that will wake up your taste buds in the morning. Come on in and grab a breakfast sandwich today. Looking for an icy cold thirst quencher to keep your day going in the right direction? Well, right now, all 32-ounce fountain drinks and smaller are only 89 cents. You heard it right, only 89 cents. So come in today and grab a fountain drink from Thornton's. The plumbers, pipe fitters, welders, and HVAC technicians of Local
3: 502's commitment to excellence can be seen in our community every day. The KFC Yum! Center, Ford Motor Company, and the Omni Hotel are just a few examples of their professional craftsmanship. Local 502 has been part of our community for over a century and invests over $1 million annually training skilled local workers. Members of Local 502 are your friends, neighbors, and children's coaches. For more information, go to LU502.com. Local 502, built on excellence, building a better tomorrow.
2: Hey there, potential golfers. Are you tired of feeling forgotten because you've never swung a club before? Well, it's time to tee up for some fun at Wooded View Golf Course, where beginners are always welcome. Don't let your lack of experience keep you in the rough. Our friendly par staff are here to help you swing into action and turn you into the ace of clubs in no time. Wooded View Golf Course is a fair way to spend your day offering a beautifully designed course that'll have you grinning
1: from tee to green. John Spears for MM Cartage. You see those trucks riding down the road with the MM Cartage sign. You could be a driver or work as a mechanic on one of those trucks for 45 years. MM Cartage has been a locally family owned transportation company, and they're currently hiring those drivers and mechanics. To join their team, go online to mmcartage.com to apply. Headquartered in Louisville with locations in Cincinnati, Indianapolis, Morristown, Tennessee, and Detroit. That's mmcartage.com to apply we we'll
6: Welcome back to Wake Up 502. I'm taking over. Mr. Myers had to step out for a little bit and head on to uh, an AAU basketball game. You know, he has Junior Junior out there with his 8'9 wingspan. About to dunk on some fools in his AAU game today. So I wish uh, Cameron Myers all the luck in the world. I know he's listening because he listens like, all our shows and takes. Apparently, he's been taking copious notes. On things we do because I've heard the brother do a couple interviews. It sounds like he's getting paid for it. It's like Rashawn has prepared my man well. But anyway, you know what? Let's talk a little. I, I know I talked a little bit about Kenny Payne and a, the Louisville basketball program, but let's kind of switch gears for a little bit and let's talk some Louisville football. Man, you know, I said this on Twitter and I'm, I'm going to say it here on the radio. I'm trying not to get too excited about Louisville football, but Brom is making it hard. You know, I'm trying to tap down my expectations. I'm trying to be like one of those guys who goes out there and like, man, with the schedule we have, man, with all the talent, man, Jeff Brom is bringing in and returning talent. And you saw the way you could coach at Western and, and, and at Purdue, man, we should win 10, you know, we we should win 10 games, no problem. You know, I, I don't want to be that guy. But like I said, it's hard not to. I mean, you, you just look at the quarterback room with Pierce Clarkson, you know, uh, one of the top dual threat quarterbacks in the country. Then you had Brady, who just came in, who's a four-star guy from Purdue. Then you had uh Jake Plummer, who just lit things up, you know, during the spring game. is going to be the starter and the heir apparent in, they just got so much talent in the room. We got Conley and Brock Dolman. So you have some experienced guys, you know, coming back as well to round everything out. But that is just an obscene amount of talent. Then all the guys, all the transfers he's added as well, you know, to kind of come in and fill the holes we had at offensive line. Some of the holes, I mean, we thought we had some holes at defensive line, but, you know, it's like that's been filled you know, linebackers, everything's been kind of plugged in. And he, you know, when Jeff first got here, knowing the first things he did besides, you know, get Pierce Clarkson and and a Flyville 23 guys, you know, he went and and shore up that defense with some great defensive lineman transfers, some linebackers, got some guys for the, uh, the secondary, you know, to kind of shore that defense up because, you know, the adage is true, like defense does win championships. And Brown knows he's an offensive guy, but if he can't stop anybody, like, what does it all matter? You know, one of the biggest knocks, you know, on Jeff when he was at Western and when he he was at Purdue was that, yeah, they can put up points, especially at Western, right? You know, Jeff could put up points. You know, he can hit you for a 50-piece, no problem. But could you stop the other team from scoring? And a lot of times at Western, he couldn't. Like, if he was going to lose a game, it was going to be like 55-50. It was going to be a track meet. but. You know, his defense sometimes just just failed him at Western. You know, it, it had to be a track. He had to keep scoring because everybody kept scoring on him, so he had to keep scoring. He got to Purdue. Uh, you know, same thing. The defense got a little bit better, but, you know, the, the level of competition went up. You know, you're playing your Ohio State's or your Michigan's, your Wisconsin's, you know, Saturday in and Saturday out. Uh, but, you know, he was able to, you know, knock off those top teams. You know, he was able to, to beat those guys, right? Uh, but – at the end of the day, what always plagued them was, you know, could you like really stop somebody when you, when you had the chance to? And a lot of times at, at Purdue, you know, you, you just couldn't. But some of that was just a function of talent, right? So you're at Purdue, you know, Purdue is, doesn't have the, the football cachet as some of the other schools in the Big Ten. You know, Purdue is, you know, has always been, you know, kind of at the bottom of, you know, Big Ten football right there, you know, a step. Usually, most years, just a step one or two above IU. So, not exactly, you know, known as a football powerhouse. Yes, you know, they had the Drew Brees years that they were pretty good. They had the or- Orlowski years that they were pretty good. You know, but usually, you know, Purdue football just kind of uh, lackluster. Very lackluster. You know, but bram last year, 8-4, and four, you know, went to a Big Ten title game. Like, what, what more could you want? You know, out of, you know, your team, especially the guys who are playing. Where, like, you had know, a walk on quarterback that was one of the Big Ten players of the year. You had a walk on wide receiver that was the number one receiver. You had a walk on uh, running back, and these guys were starters. and They led your team. And yes, you know, Jeff has known has been known to drop some games he should be winning. But you no, know, once again, some of that is just a function of talent. You know, you have an off game. You know, the difference between having a team with a lot of talent and a team without a lot of talent but great coaching is this. Everybody's going to have that off game, that game where nothing's going right, where things don't click. The difference is when you have a team with a butt ton of talent like an Alabama, you can have an off game and still win because you have the talent just to to pull you through. But when your team like Purdue – that doesn't have that next level of talent, and you have an off game. That's usually going to be a loss. So you know you kind of transpose that to to Louisville, and yes, Jeff is going to have some an off game, one or two off games. It's just going to happen. It happens to every coach. You have that off game. So I expect him to have that in you know, that off game when he's here. But the difference is, you know, he's had. You know, he has way more talent now than he's ever had at any point in his career. Like At any point in his career, he's never had this much talent on offense and defense. So, you know, those off games may not be as devastating as they were when he was at Western or when he was at uh, at Purdue. So it's that's that's why I'm getting excited because you know the type of guy this is. You know, he has Louisville tattooed across his heart. You know, he lives and breathes Louisville football. Heck, even when he was to coach Purdue, he used to comment that he still watches our game. He still kind of keeps tabs on what we're doing. You know, this is his place. It's, his whole family played here. You know, he's a Cardinal through and through and has love for the university. Like you probably know the coach in Louisville history has had, which is, is a rare thing. It's very rare for a school to get a guy that's coaching major sport there, that, that played there, that just loved it, and it's, you know, coach at a high level other places. So Louis was like truly blessed to be in a situation. And that's one of the reasons why it's so hard not to get excited, like overly excited when I mean, you look at the schedule and be like, "Yeah, we may lose Notre Dame, but that's like maybe like the toughest. That's easily the toughest game on our schedule. But there's not a team that we should not be competitive with on our schedule. I mean, honestly, I don't want to say that you know we should win ten wins, but Eight or nine to me is easily the basement for this team. Like eight or nine wins should be the basement for this little football team, especially with a guy like Jeff, at the him with Ron English and everybody else he has on the, on the staff. Because I mean, we we just we just got a complete team. I'm just beyond excited to see what we can do. And I like to hear from you guys. Like, what do you guys think about this little football team? Am I just you know? Am I wrong for trying to tap myself down? And not let the excitement out, and trying to kind of hold it in a little bit, and just to kind of see what happens, because you know a lot can happen—injuries, uh, you know, maybe take Jeff a little time to acclimate acclimated from the Big Ten to the ACC. You know, that's it's, it's it's a lot of things because it's it's a different style of football in, in ACC than is the the Big Ten. You know, so I get that, but you know, I'm I'm just still excited to see man what this little football team can do, like what we can produce. And, and especially, you know, that first game, the Chick-fil-A kick, you know, kickoff classic that weekend, Friday night in their big lights, national television, is going to be Louisville and Georgia Tech in the Mercedes-Benz dome. You know, Georgia Tech is not a uh, – what's what I'm looking for to be kind? Uh, you know, they're not exactly murderer's role, right? Georgia Tech isn't exactly one of those teams that make you quake in your boots uh, You know when you see them coming down the tunnel. So this should be a, a, a team that, you know, Louisville may be able to set the tone. Because, you know, you no know, we all remember when, you know, when the Brahms were here the first time underneath the uh, Bobby, right, and how Bobby always had the team ready to go for that first game of the season, right? That first game of the season, you knew that she was going to get our A game. She was going to get punched in the mouth several times. And it's up to the team to kind of like if they can you know, Weather the storm because the storm was coming, and this year's team kind of has that same feeling like the storm is coming. And man, you know, a, a good weekend in Atlanta where you can get down there, play Georgia Tech, and possibly you beat Georgia Tech. Best case scenario, you kind of lay a little woodshed treatment to Georgia Tech. You know, that all of a sudden puts everybody else on notice, right? And that could that could be that. That could be a program changing event, mainly because you know conference realignment is coming back up. And with conference realignment, you know, let's be honest, I mean, It's all about football. You know, conference realignment has been completely driven by football. And you know, if a lot of conferences out there look at Louisville, it's like, man, you know, Brom—he's a Louisville guy. He's probably not going to go anywhere. It's probably a lifer. Look at how they're recruiting. You know they've been ranked by some publications having the number one, uh, transfer class in a, in the country. So you know he, he's 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 getting it together. He's putting it down. He has a number one, uh, defensive player in the country committed to him for 2024. Man, if Jeff can keep this going, and if these guys are winning at a high level, you know maybe some more options open up besides of uh, the the rumor de jour of Louisville going to the the Big 12. If the ACC implodes, uh, you know, maybe, uh, maybe the Big Ten, maybe side, you know, may decide, you know, what, let's kind of overlook our academics, you know, snobbery here for a little bit, and you know, we, we got these balls in Kentucky that we can bring in, you know, let, let's do that. I mean, you just you just never know. The SEC may be like, you know, what? Yeah, I know Florida State things are coming. And Florida State has has a great name. They have a great cachet. They are is this Florida State, right? But you know, Florida State really hasn't been all that good in the past, like twenty years, you know, ever since uh, Bobby Bowden retired. You know, Florida State's been kind of hit or miss. They you had know, the Jimbo Fisher years, which they were you know they were really good, and they won a national championship. Uh, you know, but outside of Jimbo Fisher, I mean, Florida State has been suspect at best. Miami has been good since they lost to Ohio State in the national championship game. So they've been on the on the. They've been trying to fix that program for decades. So this, this may be a prime time for Louisville to kind of to slide on in. Just you know, this reminds me a little bit of when Charlie got here, and he had the conference realignment again, and Charlie kind of took our program after, Crackthorpe did his thing, or didn't do his thing in this case, and you know kind of elevated the program, you know took us to that next level. You know, the first two years were hard as he was kind of instilling with the guys on how to win, how to build that winning culture, you know, how to build that excitement. But after that, once the train got rolling, it was rolling and unstoppable. And, you know, I believe that is is a is a big reason, you know, why we made that and Tom George, obviously. But I think those are the – I think that was a big reason, you know, why we made the ACC because we were a very viable football alternative. Yeah, UConn may have been in Northeast and may – Give you just a little bit of that D.C. TV market that you lost, uh, you know, on Rutgers Bale. But Louisville's a much better football brand. And if Louisville can rebuild that football brand and get back to that excitement style of football that had everybody tuning in on Thursday nights to see, like, what we would do. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of geeked up for football, man. I'm, I'm just, like I said, I'm trying to tap down excitement, but it's really hard because it's football, and football's my jam. And, you know, I've been a big Brom supporter since, uh, like, day one. Because uh, that's my dude. I mean, I wanted, I wanted Jeff here. Honestly, when Bobby left the first time is when I wanted Jeff. You know, I was like, yeah, bring him on in. And I know, you know, we got Satterfield. And Satterfield is, you uh, know, he was, Satterfield was Satterfield. Ned Flanders is Ned Flanders. But that's, I wanted Jeff for from jump. You know, when Strong left, I was like, "Let's go get Jeff." You know, that was always my my guy. You know, Strong is gone. Let's get Jeff. And a lot of people's like, "Well, you know, he's just the Western. He hasn't learned yet." But the talent was there. You can, you undeniable. The talent was there. So you know, the prodigal son has returned. Let, you know. Let's roll. And like I said, I'm I'm just I'm beyond excited. I'm I'm trying to hold it in, but but we'll see. But we'll see. And as we kind of look at the college football landscape, how things change and move around, I'm also excited to see what IU can do. Because IU had, you know, the past couple of years, you know, they were kind of doing their thing. They kind of hit their stride. I want to know, like, can they continue that going forward? Like, is this going to be where one of those things where IU can continue to stride and kind of continue to, you know, be kind of that dark horse team in the Big Ten that can maybe scare some people? Maybe every now and then knock off, uh, you know, one Ohio State's or Michigan's, at least put the fear of God into them. Or are we going to see kind of, you know, Indiana's kind of revert back to the IU of old. So that's going to be interesting. Uh, Kentucky, you know, now that Will Levis isn't there, the trigger man's gone. They got some, you know, they got some really good recruits coming in. Got a lot of good transfers coming in. But man, I mean, they're, they're missing a lot. On all, especially on the offense side of football. You know, I'm just – I'm kind of worried about the Cats. I think the Cats may have had their run in the past couple of years when they had Levis and, you know, they had just like top-tier running back after top-tier running back after top-tier running back and it was able to just pound it. But I don't see anybody replacing uh, Rodriguez because he was just such a phenomenal force for U.K. last year. And It was actually just the steadiest person on the team, the guy that you can really depend on. You know, I just don't think that they can replace our type of talent. I really, I really expect to see UK take a step or two back this year, and it's going to be interesting to see like where they, you know, where they end up. And especially since SEC is about to, you know, add you know Texas and Oklahoma, and it's really about to, you know, increase that that strength of schedule that they have. It's going to be interesting to see like like what UK can do with another. I mean just ungodly football tradition rich team in their you know on their side of the conference man um, but yeah you know i'm you know i'm i'm not saying i've never been like a big u k fan but i do admire what Stoops has done you know at u k you know i think he's you know he's brought u k to be a very respectable team they're respected now they're no longer considered jokes and the laughing stocks s e c they're no longer considered a Vanderbilt the easy win. I remember I had Montrell Jones on. He was talking about the time that he was, uh, you know, he was playing at Tennessee. They would like literally take the week off. You know, Phil Fulmer would give them a the week off before the Kentucky game because he like he had zero respect for Kentucky. Just like zero respect. You know, Kentucky is now respectable. They kind of moved up a little bit. So I'm kind of I'm kind of curious, to see, like what the Wildcats do. I, like, like I said, I think they'll take a step or two back, but it's gonna be interesting to see you know, how that all shakes out. Uh, for the Wildcats, and you know, once again, you know, the SEC East, so it's going to be tough. It's going to be a little murder's role for them, like it is every year. But we'll see. Now, I think UK maybe miss a couple of chances to have like super special teams. I think you know the SEC East was really down. Tennessee was down. You know, everybody else was really down. I thought you know UK had a couple of chances to really you know kind of like get over the hump, and, you know, and get that ten, eleven win season and do something truly, truly remarkable. You no, know, win the East. Um, but, you know, he just, you know, quite couldn't close it out. Now Tennessee looks like they may be back. Uh, It's just going to get harder for them. And they got playoffs for Jeff this year. Now fully expect when Louisville plays UK this year, um, Louisville's going to lay that woodshed. And you can you, you write that down. I'm, I'm putting it right now because, you know, Brom has like zero love in his heart for Kentucky. And he's not Ned Flanders. He's not going to come across complaining – that their players are doing the L's down, and why are you doing that? And uh, what's wrong with you? You hurt my feelings. Ah, 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 no, nah, no, nah, no, nah, none nah of that from Jeff. He's going to try to beat the brakes off Kentucky from the time, you know, from start to finish. And I, I'm here for it, man. You know what? Man, my time went kind of quick. 1045 is here, about to hit you up with some national baseball. Hey, tune in again next week. Wake up 502, 911. Start your Saturdays off right. Uh, Listen to Wake Up 502 with me and Rashawn Myers. And also go to wakeup502.com. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next Saturday from 9 to 11. Peace.